Welcome into part two of the ISN Now Bracketology Special. We're once again joined by Alec Gilmore of Illini Sports Night and, of course, Noah Cowell. And uh, we stopped in the Midwest bracket after Noah picked a colossal upset of Colgate <laughs> over Texas. Uh, so I don't think I guess, pick. I, I don't. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it, would def, it would without a doubt be the biggest upset of this tournament. Um, unless yeah, a 16 beats a one. I, I, actually... <laughs> Hey, I'm just saying, I think that would be a bigger upset than uh, Northern Kentucky-Houston, but that's just me. Um, It'd be more seismic. I agree. Yeah. Wait for Um, Alabama to lose in the first round. Hey, the only ever one seed who lost was the number one overall seed, so who knows. But um, we're moving on to the, technically, I guess, the third round in the Midwest region, and – this is a, this is an interesting matchup for me. I have Houston and Iowa and, uh, Guys, this is where I have my first one seed losing. I Uh-oh. think the I, I think the Iowa Hawkeyes, a team of no one really expected to like maybe even beat win the first round. I think the Iowa Hawkeyes match up really well with Houston. Iowa's got scores. Houston, we're not so sure about Marcus Sasser still. I got Iowa bouncing Houston from the tournament in the round of 32. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I respect it. It I respect- is. It is so tempting to agree with you, Will, I have to say. But I think Houston can just can let Chris Murray cook, lock down the inside, kill the pace of the game. I really – I don't love Houston. I'm, I'm not sold on them whatsoever. I don't think they're the best team in the country. But I think they can game plan around Iowa sufficiently. I think Iowa just lacks the consistency they would need to reliably, convincingly put together a performance that would break down a team like Houston. I think the Cougars live to see another day, but it's it's a tough one for Iowa. Yeah, I have um, I have Auburn playing in a home game against Houston. Um, that's going to be really <laughs> tough because Auburn does have potential firepower there, but also you know, I think Houston's a lot more disciplined. Auburn has horrible shot selection. They have ever since Wendell Green joined the team. <laughs> but but um, I think that that Auburn keeps it close for a while, and uh, they just aren't able to keep up, though. I have Houston, and no, I'm not confident about them either. We don't know the true situation behind Sasser's groin injury, but I still have them for now. Advancing. And so. now we uh, we now move to a – for me, which is another interesting matchup, and one matchup that I have a Cinderella run continuing. I have Drake <laughs> taking down Indiana. Oh, I have Drake Ooh. taking down Indiana. I, I, I did not like the way Indiana played against Penn State. I didn't. I'm sorry. I just think that I, if Miller Cobb and Trey Galloway aren't making their shots, which I don't think they will be, Trace Jackson Davis can't do it all. So I'm going to okay. say, and Drake is playing some, <laughs> and Drake is playing some really, really good basketball right now. I have so Drake. I have the Drake Bulldogs out of the Missouri Valley Conference going to the Sweet 16, taking down Indiana. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, cool. I think, um, the reason Indiana didn't look good yesterday was because Penn State was playing really good basketball. Of course, and I, of course, that that's not something that we can dispute. They were playing amazing. Um, and I think that I have Miami in that game. I didn't pick Drake originally. Um, I think Indiana uh, pushes through. I think they're one of the few Big Ten teams I can actually see a run 
in. I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, I can see it too, but I mean, they they oh, have they have that guard play potential. They have what's really important is also if they're cold, they have a guy like Miller Cop who can knock down a three when they need it. Can and, he? Uh, I, I think he can. <laughs> no Miller Cop. Yeah. Later. Uh, I'm with Noah on this one. Uh, they they have a lot of balance in the team. You know, we talk about Trace Jackson Davis a lot, Hood Shapino as well. Uh, Xavier Johnson very nearly uh, doubled the score on average as well, distributes the ball very well as well. So um, I think you just look around at this Indiana team. Uh, they have a lot of weapons with a lot of different skill sets. That's what's made them such a solid team. Um, I take Indiana in this one. I, I, I'm sorry to spoil your Cinderella, Will, but uh, I think Indiana overpowers Drake here. Well, fair enough. All right. Well, I did we all pick uh, the winner of Mississippi State to play – or Pittsburgh to play Xavier? Did we all pick that? Did we yes. all pick – Noah, did you pick Iowa State? I did not pick Iowa State. I picked okay. Mississippi State. So. This is, I, I have the Musketeers uh, getting by Pittsburgh here. I think this is where the uh, – I think that Pittsburgh actually gives them a very, very solid outing. I think just there's too much good play from the Musketeers, and I think the Musketeers advance to the Sweet 16. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, I don't have much else to say about that. I, I think Xavier, um, they don't have that upset potential um, to lose to a team like Mississippi State. Uh, either wh- Whether it's uh, Pittsburgh or Mississippi State, I think uh, Xavier gets it done. I agree. Xavier, push them through. They're one of the – they're one of the better teams, one of the better three seeds that we have in the tournament this year. I like Xavier a lot. Uh, I take him through. And then uh, we now move to this matchup between, I, I guess, Texas A&M and Colgate for Noah. <laughs> um, but for me, for me, it's Penn State and Texas, two of the better, two of the teams who are playing very well right now. This is where matchups are going to come in very, very like interestingly. Penn State just is not going to have enough to keep up with the Big 12 champion. I think that Penn State is going to play a very hard-fought game. Their seniors are going to be the reason why they keep this close. Texas, in the end, though, just a little too much. That Big 12 strength just shows over the Nittany Lions. I have Texas advancing over Penn State in a game that's closer than expected. Okay. Okay. Why don't we continue for the next one who didn't pick Colgate? Yeah. I did I did make the bold choice to take the second seeded Texas Longhorns, who have spent time at the top of the uh at the top of the nation, towards the top of the nation throughout the season. Listen, I think Texas AM, I think they're we're getting to the point now where they get a little spent. You know, they've been in a lot of battles recently. I, I just think they, they get so hard done. I know we hashed it all out in part one. They're so hard done by to get that seven seed. Um I think I think Texas has the edge here. I'm I'm taking a I, I hate I hate to say it, but uh, horns up to the Sweet Sixteen. Um, but how much further we'll see. Back to back years, you've had fifteen seeds going to the Sweet Sixteen, and it ends now. Okay, you. I, I, was, I had to say I was a little worried, like, dude. There's no. no look. I, I just I wouldn't have been able to see A and M losing to Colgate. <laughs> the look Will gave me was just like if you pick them, I'm kicking you off of the Zoom call right now. Yeah, I very well might have. I am the host of this, so. <laughs> um, yeah, Texas A and M. Um, Colgate uses up literally everything they have against Texas. 
Uh, they went in a, a complete miracle. I'm not um, acting like it's not. But yeah, Texas A&M, like we said, really underseeded, really undervalued by the committee, which I didn't expect. Um, you know, as, the SEC is better than that. Um, yeah, I have them moving on. Yeah, Midwest guy over here talking to two SEC guys. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, Sweet 16 in the Midwest. My matchup is actually similar to uh, your guys' uh, East Brackets. I have an 8 versus a 12 here. Iowa versus Drake. And guys, the Cinderella run continues. <laughs> the Drake Bulldogs are going to the Elite Eight. The Drake oh Bulldogs of the Missouri Valley Conference are taking down the Iowa Hawkeyes. Back-to-back Big Ten teams. You are enjoying this way too much. My goodness. <laughs> uh. <laughs> hey, Drake is playing so well right now. I love the Bulldogs. They're such a fun team. The Missouri Valley has had some uh, some teams go on some runs in the tournament prior. I guess I guess one. Wichita State, though. Wichita State many years ago. Um, Drake joins the category of Missouri Valley teams to make a run in this tournament, take down Miami, Indiana, and now Iowa to get to the elite eight wow. of the 12 seed. Yeah. I just, I think it's going to be <laughs> Alec is the clear winner in this bra- bracket when both Colgate <laughs> and Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I have uh, Houston and Indiana. This is one of my upsets. I have Indiana defeating Houston. It's very possible. Love that take. I love that take a lot. Um, I actually don't have any. My top four seeds advanced to the uh, uh, Sweet 16 here. Houston, Indiana, Xavier, Texas. I like Indiana a lot. I mean, we talked about it earlier. They're very balanced. Houston is very good at how they win in a very certain way. Indiana can improvise when you have the weapons that they do. I think Indiana takes this one. I if these two end up matching up, I don't see this one being particularly close either. I think Indiana. So yeah, and and no, I personally, I think Indiana just has that extra gear that I think that'll I think that'll serve them well. But yeah, so after having no huge upsets in the, uh, up to this point, I'm going to take upsets in both of these. I think Texas falls to Xavier in love with Xavier. I like oh. Indian Xavier a lot. That's going to be. I'm really hoping that's the Elite Eight matchup here. I think that's the one we deserve out of this side of the bracket. Um, we're, we're, yeah, I think. Were you referring to um, upsets overall or just upsets in this side? Oh, just in the in this okay. particular. I was say, I seem yeah, to remember you having a 12-13 <laughs> matchup earlier. Well, it's, it's hard to consider them upsets when that is the correct like. <laughs> oh yeah, of course, uh, Al. Of course, they can be favored. Sure. Basically, what you're yeah. saying. Like Furman, uh, they should. They, they were the favorites to win. To win the South, obviously. <laughs> Make sure you listen to part one if you uh, if you didn't uh, understand the context. For some reason, cut straight to part two, which, you know, maybe it's smart. <laughs> but, yeah, I Anyways, think uh, I have Xavier. Um, I have them beating Texas A&M. Those are my two teams because, uh, you know, Colgate happened. Yeah, Xavier. Uh, yeah, I, I think Xavier um, – yeah, they're really good. They're one of the best scoring teams in the nation. Um, and – you know, I think teams who know how to score in that many different types of ways, um, they're just going to be so hard to stop from a Texas A&M standpoint. I mean, look at the way they they weren't able to deal with Alabama. And yes, they beat them when they were at home, but this is neutral courts, right? When you have a team that, that has, has that much firepower, all Xavier needs to do is just to find those different outlets. I think they get the, I think they advance to the Elite Eight and play Indiana. 
I have Xavier taking down Texas as well. I think that's where the Big 12 champs run abruptly stops because they have an off game. And I think Xavier takes advantage of that. Xavier has some very nice height. It's a very nice, uh, it's a very nice scoring around the perimeter that uh, they will be able to narrowly take down Texas. I, I think it's just because Texas has an off game, though. I think Texas is the better team, but I think Xavier just is able to find Texas on an off day in the Sweet 16. And then Xavier takes down Drake. I know, guys. I know. Such a shame. I know. Are you kidding me? The, the, the run ends. The, the, the run sadly right ends for the Drake Bulldogs. Xavier, Xavier is my team out of the Midwest to go to the Final Four. All right. Alec? This is hard. Between Indiana and Xavier. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just trying to think about the games that Indiana has struggled in. Uh, it was interesting to see them have so much trouble with Illinois without TSJ earlier this season. And I know it's the Illinois slant here, but, you know, with TSJ, I don't know. I think the Big East deserves a Final Four team, and I think Xavier is going to be that team. I, I, I Good, pick, Alex. Good pick, I I really hope we see Xavier Indiana, though, because – That would be a great be matchup. That would be really fun. That would be a it would. to watch. Yeah, I think um, Indiana. Oh, rematch. It would be a rematch. They played earlier this season. Indiana beat Xavier in Cincinnati. Okay, why didn't I do this? Uh, yeah, that would be a rematch. Wow. Okay, well, this may change my answer. Actually, no, it doesn't because they were both um, – they couldn't handle Jackson Davis at all. But at that point, um, Xavier hadn't really found their identity yet. Really neither at Indiana, but um, – that was actually one of his earlier games, Trace Jackson Davis, where um, he looked like the Trace Jackson Davis of later in the season, you know. And um, Alec, I'm guessing you didn't know this, but Xavier Johnson is out for the rest of this season. So that kind of hurts. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that is true. You mentioned him earlier and I was when like, he, when I he said that, that, I was like, is he injured still? I, I couldn't remember. Yeah. That. yeah. He's going to be watching from the bench. Completely forgot about that. He scored 23 in that game. And that was, albeit, Hood Shafino had a horrible game then, and they still were able to win. But, yeah, I mean, Xavier Johnson not being in there, it makes it a lot easier for Xavier to uh, scheme against them. Obviously not saying it's easy. But, yeah, I have Xavier advancing as well. I think they get So will Xavier Johnson have to change his name after the loss to Xavier? Um, I, you know, it's really up to him. And, you know, if he wants to talk to the fan bases, then he can go ahead and do that. Fair enough. All right. Well, it looks like we all have Xavier coming out of the Midwest. How about that? How about that? Yeah. All right. Well, we all agree on Xavier. So, uh, three of our four final four teams have been picked. We move on to the final side of the bracket the west bracket the one seeded kansas jayhawks the big 12 runner-up and regular season champion uh they'll be facing off against howard i advance kansas without a second thought here yeah it'll be yeah. fun to see if it's within 20 and a half time and now we get to well, let's leave this let's let's leave that one later let's push it later I oh so we're we're we're, we're skipping we're just gonna go right and skip over we'll this skip it for now we'll skip it all right for all right now. we'll, we'll, let, we'll, let, we'll let the suspense build up we'll let arkansas illinois <laughs> will pick and after we go through all the other games in this bracket i guess we'll just totally double back to that one so we have a very interesting 5-12 matchup in this bracket which uh i <laughs> I, uh, I really really like this one it's the it's the west coast runner-up St. Mary's College against the Virginia Commonwealth Rams, who have made some runs in the tournament before. 
And a small run starts here for the VCU Rams. I have the Rams taking down the Gales in a defensive slugfest, which St. Mary's usually wins that way. But I think the Rams get this job done in a very close game. I like VCU with the A-10 champs getting it done here. Hmm. What are you thinking here, Noah? Hmm, that's tough. Um, I want, like, the obvious pick in my head just, like, looks straight. Like, St. Mary's, yes, Gonzaga's been playing better basketball recently, but St. Mary's has also not been playing well. I mean, just look at some of the other games, too. They've struggled against BYU. They did. Uh, came out with that win as well. And then, um, yeah. Almost VCU, blew it, though. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. Um, VCU nine game win streak. Uh, they've been playing really well. Ran through the A10. Yeah. Um, I did, but I think that this is actually the one of the most likely upsets is picked that doesn't happen. Also, I think that yeah. is a okay. rough basketball they're playing. Been playing. It's it's a tempting one for sure. I, I look at VCU just checking it. Uh, they they lost to St Bonaventure in January, and then the only team they had lost to after that was Dayton, who they beat by double digits in the conference championship. Very true. VCU is another one of those teams that has found a way to put together another big run at the end of the season. They've done well with what's in front of them. I think this is a game I've relied on St Mary's before in recent years and they've just faltered uh, a little bit earlier than i was expecting so i'm taking the 12-5 here i'm gonna take vcu that's a good pick alec it's a really good pick now moving on to a 4-13 which i know for a fact is going to be a very common picked upset iona versus yukon and you know what i feel like that yeah, is just not going to be the case i think you yeah i i, I very, do, good. very good i like iona i like what rick patino's doing out there but i just do not see a, a uconn team who has you know i i really like this uconn team i i think that they have potential to maybe even make some noise in this west bracket they play really well if they played it in in the big east tournament i think they're going to struggle they don't struggle here though they get past iona yeah i uh i agree with that uh, UConn had a really rough stretch there uh, from when they went looking like they were going to be one of the best teams in the country. They fell apart, were basically unranked, and then um, they found a way to really find their identity back. And next thing you know, they're um, a four seed. I think that, yes, Iona was dominant in their ter um, tournament uh, and their regular season as well. But look how bad that conference was. You have teams like... <laughs> St. Peter's, I love them, but they were horrible. They made it to the semifinal. Uh, the team below them, uh, Marist, uh, I think this is who it was. They were last, and they made it to the semifinal. Yeah. Season. They didn't win that convincingly either. No, they definitely did not. No. And yeah, Iona hasn't had to play good teams in their conference. And, I, you know, this one, I want to pick the upset, but UConn has really been playing uh, better. They've been playing more complete basketball. I got to pick them. Yeah, UConn without much question for me. Uh, I, I know it's a tempting pick for Iona, but I'm going with the UConn. Huskies coming through. Not much question for me. Yeah, I'll agree there. All right. Uh, a Big 12 Texas Christian University against the winner of Arizona State versus Nevada. Personally, I, I really like TCU here. I, I don't really think that TCU is going to have any problem with either ASU or Nevada. Um, I think TCU advances to the round of 32 relatively easily. Yeah, I agree. I'd be so tempting to say Arizona State could make something happen because they, they can compete with. The I think Arizona but... State could, but 
if Nevada, I don't see Nevada giving TCU yeah, any yeah. worries. And Arizona State is so up and down anyway that I feel Very, like yeah. TCU, with that little bit of extra preparation, a little bit of extra rest, they're going to have. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take TCU in this one. Yeah. I mean, the fact that literally Arizona State is in the tournament because of a half-court heave. Instead of Rutgers. Yeah. Instead of Rutgers. <laughs> well, actually, Rutgers wasn't even the first time now, so there's that. Yeah, I know. That it was, was Oklahoma shocking State, to me. Yeah. That was shocking to me. Yeah. But, anyways. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think TCU gets it done. And now on to Gonzaga, your favorite team, Will. Yeah, they, they get the job done easily against Grand Canyon. I'm not too worried about this one for Gonzaga. Yeah, I, think I, think, I think I think it's that. Yeah, this is like – this is kind of a no-brainer for me. Yep. This would only be close if Grand Canyon was playing at Grand Canyon. They turned out pretty well over there. They do. They um, actually have a really but, fun home crowd. Screw that. But I think um, I think Gonzaga gets it done. Mm-hmm. And how about our uh, our good friends from uh, Evanston, Illinois, uh, playing Boise State, Northwestern, their first tournament since 2016, I want to say, in their second ever in program yeah, history. Second ever, correct. Yeah. Um, so you know. I think that the Big Ten is just a little bit better than the Mountain West. I think Northwestern is able to get past Boise State. Yeah, I'm not really impressed by Boise State that much. No, I mean, it's like they, they didn't even make their the Mountain West final. I mean, they lost to Utah State in that semifinal. And then, you know, just, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I think Northwestern gets the job done. Yeah, and I don't think that Northwestern necessarily plays well either. I don't think it's a good, like a good game. I yeah, think I can see that. I, I can see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, I can totally see that. Isn't going to be wins like a fifty-six to fifty-two game, like completely. Yeah, seriously, it could yeah. be really low scoring. Yeah, I think it'll be ugly. Northwestern, uh, may I remind you guys, Northwestern, after their big February, they went back to back over Purdue and Indiana. Uh, yeah, top fifteen sides at the time. This is a case we've talked about when teams are in their right mindset, peaking at the right time. I think it came too early for Northwestern. They have won one of their last five, and that one was against Rutgers. Northwestern, I wouldn't say they're in free fall, but I, I think they're wavering a little bit. They are not at their best version of themselves right now. I'm not too impressed by Boise State either, but I think Northwestern. This is a, this is just really, like not a good matchup. Like I'm, I'm this is uh, this I'm is not, just not this is not like fun. why we why couldn't why couldn't A and M play Boise State like for <laughs> I, like I don't know I mean it's I hate Penn State texting them because of how unfair it is to both teams that one of them has to lose in the first round, and I hate this matchup that one of them has to advance to the next round. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Boise State. I don't really like how Northwestern's playing this one. Fair. I'm not gonna watch this game though. No, <laughs> I'll, I'll check I'll, the score. I'll, hey, if it's I, I think we can all agree that UCLA over UNC Asheville and then over Northwestern or Boise State, right? I got UCLA getting <laughs> getting easily. Yeah, I, I got I got UCLA advancing Let's, pretty um, easily past we, that. We can yeah. Go ahead and uh, pick all the second round matchups that don't involve Illinois and Arkansas. Oh come on. <laughs> Let's pick Illinois, <laughs> Arkansas. It. We have to. We have to. All right. I'll let um, you. I'll let you guys go. First all right. I, Noah, I, I I turn the floor to you to start. Oh, why are you making it on me? Um, I've been going back and forth. I really have. Um, and I think that. Oh wow, he has the hats. Alec, yeah, he, does, he does have the hats. He's Illinois and Arkansas hats. So dramatic. I love it. Um, I think that. Both teams have been wildly inconsistent. It's actually a very interesting matchup because, you know, Nick Smith Jr. didn't didn't actually um, 
really joined this team. I mean, he had injury problems, um, as you know, Alec knows, of course. Um, and he was struggling with all that. He finally was able to really get into the flow of things, and he's been a big uh, contributor to this team. Um, but I don't know. I think Illinois, no one expects them to win anything in March. And this game is at 3.30 on Thursday, by the way. 3.30 Central Time on Thursday. Yeah. No one expects them to win this game. They go into the last two seasons in March with the highest expectations possible, right? Everyone's like, they, you know, it's either Final Four or at least Sweet 16 or bust. And now everyone's like, well, you know, at least they tried in the regular season. They're inconsistent. They're not going to win a game. Arkansas, I hate that pick, whatever. Like, that's a horrible draw for the Illini. They're not going to win it. I'm picking Illinois. I yeah. I, I hate jinxing it, but, um, you know, I I could see either one. It's such a toss-up, you know? I think yeah. you, I need, you need Meyer. Um, I'm not a fan of his game. I'm going to say that. Um, he doesn't really care about the team, but you need him to make threes. He's a big game player. He is, uh, the, what he did against Texas. Um, and this is non-conference. This isn't the big 10. Um, this is a realm that he and Terrence Shannon are very familiar in. Um, I, I got Illinois. All right. Well, I am, uh, I'll take the floor here. Um, Arkansas is a very, you know, they're kind of like a hit or miss team. They they can be really good, but they can also be very sloppy. We've seen two very different forms of Arkansas this season. Alec can attest to that. He knows that very well. And, you know, our, this is a really, really interesting matchup. And, Noah, you didn't say it. I'm going to say it right here. I'm more worried about Arkansas than I would be against Kansas. I agree. I think Illinois has a much better chance to lose to Arkansas than to do to Kansas. That being said, though, I think that Illinois is going to pull off a very small win. And I think it might even come down to the fact that one of the guys who have been there before and have the tournament experience make a shot very late in the game that just put them above the Razorbacks. I really like Arkansas as a team. Eric Musselman is a, one of my favorite coaches in NCAA, I have to say. Um, but just – I, I have to say Arkansas was one of my darlings last year. I had them beating Gonzaga right mm -hmm. when the tournament came out. Um, but I think that Illinois, like I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible here. I think that Illinois just has the tournament experience. I think the freshmen step up in a way that they really need to. Ty Rogers is my difference maker in this game. Ty okay. Rogers is the guy who is one of the main reasons Illinois gets the job done. And I think the Illini squeak by Arkansas in a very, very close game. Yeah, I, I think the Illini are able to get the job done. You know, I, I I can totally see the I can totally see vice versa in Arkansas getting the job done a close game as well. But you know, I'm not I'm going in with no expectations for Illinois. Like if they lose, they lose. If they win, great. And give your give your best shot at Kansas. But anyways, the moment we've all been waiting for. No one, I both have Illinois. Alec, put on the hat. Oh, well, I think bias is out the window here. Bias is out the window. That. There's no bias here for you. Um, this is a debilitating one for me. Just so to break down each team, because uh, these are the two teams I've watched the most uh, over the course of the season. I think in Illinois, you do have a ton of experience. You have guys uh, that can shoot the ball well. You have a lot of star players. And not there has not been a single game where I would say every single player for Illinois has played particularly well. You have Meyer with a breakout game. You have TSJ with a, a takeover. You have Dane Danger dominating on the inside. 
Um, those are common themes. And if it all came together, Illinois would be a much more dangerous team. But we haven't seen that yet. Nope. Arkansas is an incredibly gritty team. They shoot the ball extremely poorly. But you get no easy points with this Razorback team. If there was a viral stat at the beginning of the year. Arkansas is longer and taller than the average NBA team. It is a whole bunch of physical freaks on this team. You have several guys that are going top 15 in the NBA if all pans out properly. I named some guys for Illinois. I'll say with Arkansas, I think Nick Smith Jr. is the best player in this game. I think he's, sure. I think he's better than Terrence Sandin Jr. I think he's a little bit more – you have a more physically imposing guy in Terrence Shannon Jr., but I think Nick Smith Jr. is a little bit quicker. He's more agile. I think he can be more explosive, and he's got the tools to get it done. But Nick Smith Jr. takes a lot of shots. I think Terrence Shannon Jr. is a little bit more unselfish. And so I think that aids in Illinois more than it does Arkansas. Now, Makai Mitchell for Arkansas is the main guy to watch out for defensively if you're Illinois. I think he Very true. I think he may have the edge over Dane Danger. Makai Mitchell is just this monstrous figure. He's an incredible shot blocker. He is so good at positioning his body on the right day. But Makai Mitchell gets in foul trouble often and this is a young Arkansas team that has flipped off the handle on multiple occasions so when you put it all together you have a really gritty this is going to be it's going to be ugly at times it's going to be in the trenches if Illinois can shoot the ball well I think Illinois wins it if Arkansas sticks to their game of dominating on the inside of making the paint hell to play in I think that works in Arkansas's favor. So with that being said. Make the decision. I think it's going to be whooping. I'm wow. going to take Arkansas over Illinois in a right. tough battle. It is going to be a slugfest. All right. I think Arkansas takes it. All right, Trader. That's fine. <laughs> I will yeah. see my admission. I, I can. I can definitely it at the University of Illinois. But I will def. I could definitely see. You know, I could. I could definitely see Arkansas getting by Illinois. You know, in in that fashion, I think you nailed it. I, Arkansas is a very nitty gritty team. You know, like they 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 get the job done inside. Like they have guys who can score. They're very athletic. But that's SEC ball. I mean, that that is the that definition is of SEC ball. ball. So, anyways, all right. Uh, let's go through the. Uh, rest of these matchups here. Um, for Noah and I, it's Kansas and Illinois. Like I said, if Illinois gets by Arkansas, I think the Illini have a fantastic chance to beat Kansas. I but agree. I agree that being that. said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be pessimistic, and I'm gonna say Illinois does not beat Kansas. 2011 all over again. Yeah, we're in the nine-eight game, beat UNLV, and couldn't take down the Morris Twins. Um, yeah, I think. That yes, Arkansas does scare me more than Kansas, and uh, Meyer does show up for for bigger games. Um, that's just what he does. He's a big time player, or at least you know he shows up for those. But yeah, it's just you know Kansas is very very well rounded. I mean, the thing is, all of their losses are like blowouts, aren't they? I mean, whenever they yeah. lose. Yeah, they just lost by 20 to Texas in the Big 12 championship game. And you're just not going to have a result where Illinois wins big over Kansas. No. no. That's the last thing I would expect. Um, I, I I can't pick Illinois to go to the Sweet 16. I think it's a third straight uh, round of 32 loss for them. 
see you later in the first weekend. Yep. I'm kind of with you guys. I think Kansas – I think for it's easier for Illinois than it is for Arkansas to beat Kansas. I think on the right day, Arkansas has a shot if they can shut down Kansas inside and force the Jayhawks to be one-dimensional. But that being said, this is also the type of team in Kansas that runs over a team like Arkansas. How you beat a physical team – Will and I, we, we've talked about this when we've called the game. How you beat a physical team is you move the ball quickly, and Kansas can do that. So I think the Jayhawks take it over Arkansas. Um, and I think they'll probably do it pretty convincingly. All right. As it, as much as it hurts to say. And just yeah. for the record, everybody, picking against Illinois, I take absolutely no joy in doing that. You have yeah. to understand. Sure. Uh, so he uh-huh. says. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> I, see, I see these okay. guys on the street. Anyways, I see moving on. My mom moving loves on. this Illinois basketball team. But, uh, yeah. yeah, that being said. Yeah. Uh, neither. So yeah. now to, on to another matchup. Um I have a uh, VCU and UConn. I really, really, really want to pick VCU here so badly. I just don't think I can do it. Like I, VCU absolutely has a chance to, but I just, I can't see this UConn team. They're a very deep team. You know, I mean, Dan Hurley's got a good squad out there. I, I want to pick VCU. I, I just can't do it. I got UConn advanced to the sweet 16. Yeah, I will. Uh, I mean, I have St. Mary's UConn. Um, I don't think St. Mary's is playing well enough to beat a team like UConn right now. That's just straight up. Yeah. I really, really, really want to pick VCU over UConn. <laughs> oh, did you really? So I'm going to do it. Okay. All right. I, yeah, I, don't, I can I don't see know it. how much I have to stand I, on. I had it on UConn. my bracket. I just, I, I couldn't do it. I just, I think if I can attribute it to anything, I think UConn is lost the gimme game a couple too many times to- too many times they had a hot yeah. start to the season and they've slowed down just a little bit still a, still a great squad but i think vcu just they've had the hotter start i think they're feeling better about themselves right now than uconn was considering the heights that they were achieving at the beginning of the year so beyond that i just get the feeling with vcu this year last year it wasn't theirs but i think this year the commonwealth we'll see the sweet 16. Now, an interesting matchup between TCU and Gonzaga. This is where I have some Big 12 supremacy coming into play. I have TCU taking down Gonzaga in the second round. It's like Gonzaga. Look, I I think Gonzaga is a very (laughs) solid team this year. Like, I mean, they're obviously they're a three seed, which is lower than what they expected. Um, They only have five losses. They ran through the ran through the um, West Coast Conference and ended up winning their tournament with very, very easily. Um, but, you know, the Big 12 is a different animal. And TCU has been there, has some very big wins over Texas. And, uh, I mean, they've beaten, they beat, they've beaten Baylor this year, I'm pretty sure. Um, I, I want to say, yeah, I, I think TCU gets the job done over Gonzaga. I've got the sixth seed beating three seed here. Wow. Yeah, I just think it's so tough to gauge because Gonzaga – It is. It's a really tough game. In a yeah. West Coast conference that you don't actually know how good those teams are um, until you actually see them in the tournament. And I I do think that Gonzaga, the fact that they aren't a one or two seed, the fact that they were actually kind of thrown away by a lot of, a lot of people early on makes them more dangerous than they ever have been, I think. Um, I don't know. Just like with, with some of the weapons they have – um, you know, they have the old, old reliable Drew Timmy. Um, they have Julian's father. <laughs> reliable. Yeah. Uh, he feels like he's been here for 29 years. But 
I think that they uh, they get past TCU. Um, I think there may be a potential uh, rematch between Gonzaga and a certain Ooh. team in the next in the next round. We'll get to that. You know, I'm kind of with Will in my anti Gonzaga bias. I think they are too big of a program to play in such a weak conference, but that's beside the point. Gonzaga is 28 and oh, five. They have five losses, two of which are from the conference. Three non-conference losses. Two of them are to Big 12 teams in Texas and, I think, Baylor. I think TCU here, we, we've talked a lot about tougher conferences. Big 12 has definitely been among those. I think Gonzaga is kind of falling into that, you know, the lull of just getting the job done against conference teams. And they haven't been tested in a while, I don't think. And I think TCU comes in a little bit more battle-tested. I think – I think Gonzaga for the third time this season is going to be haunted by the Big 12, and I'm going to take the Horn Frogs over the Zags here. All right. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. TCU shoots well from three. They win that game, considering they're one of the worst in the uh, – Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Good point. Very good point. Yeah. That's a big key. All right. Well, uh, we, we already said we have UCLA getting by either Northwestern or Boise State. So, Kansas, UConn, <laughs> quick, uh, quick pick. Um Kansas Big 12 supremacy just a little too much. Uh, I think that it's it could be a good game. I think Kansas is just going to be a little too much for the Huskies to handle. Kansas goes to the Elite Eight. And then I'm going to have UCLA getting by TCU. I think UCLA is a very solid team top to bottom. Jaime Hacquez is one of the top players in college basketball. And I think the UCLA's leadership and the fact that they've been there before is going to get them past the Horn Frogs in the Sweet 16. Yeah, um, I agree with the Kansas take. Um, I think that um, – Man, if, if if only I picked Illinois to get back past Kansas there, there'd be more of an interesting conversation. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Kansas is just a really, uh, really solid team. And um, I think they get past UConn. Uh, unfortunately, I uh, I have to go in a few minutes. So I'm just going to I'm going to give um, my next few picks, if that's cool with you guys. Yeah, that's fine. I'll do it. I'll yeah. So the UCLA Gonzaga technically they already had a rematch in the regular season it's just not the same uh, they get their their first time playing in the tournament since a few years ago i think UCLA that epic that. final four match where Jalen Suggs hit the game winner yeah one of the greatest basketball games i've ever watched yeah and it was a phenomenal game just insane UCLA is the better team i think they they show it they get the revenge and then you have Kansas UCLA and i'm going to keep going with UCLA i think they're really good um you know, I, I thought that two they pack could, 12 teams are the final four for you. I, I thought that if it were for them being that close with Arizona and they get that win, I think they get it the one seed over Purdue. Yeah, I agree. And that's just a game that could go either way. You make that three and you win the, the championship there. I think they are a really solid team. And then you have Alabama, Kansas State, UCLA, Xavier. I have Alabama, UCLA in, in the championship. And oh, it's so tough because those are both yeah, such that's... great teams. Mm. Um, and I actually, I do have the Crimson Tide. I know it's a popular pick. Um, no I have picking Alabama. I can't believe it. Oh, right. Okay. You know how much I hate them. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. I know it sickens you right now. It does. It's just that that's just how, how you know that, you know, I've seen what they're capable of and man, they're just such a solid team. Um, and if it were just that they're so polarizing with their, their three point shooting, um, that that would determine whether they win or lose a team like Illinois relies so heavily on that. But for them, a Nate Oates team, he loves when they shoot the three ball and they do that. But even when they don't shoot it well, I know I already mentioned this, but 
they still beat really tough opponents. I mean, they, their resilience and I don't know the way they play together. is just so hard to match. And I, I just think they, they win it all this year. I would hate for, to see that, but I think it's written in the stars. All right. Okay. Well, Noah has the Alabama Crimson Tide, his home state team, winning yeah. the national championship this year. And I will. You guys will be talking about the women's uh, team soon. Very I will, shortly. Very shortly. I will yes. reveal that uh, for now since I got to go. But I will uh, text you, Will, and you can reveal it yourself. My prediction for the women. But absolutely, uh, we'll do. I really. Uh, this was easily my favorite, um, most favorite podcast. I mean, obviously, we've been doing this for a long time uh, tonight. But yes, man, yeah. this time of year and greatest time of the year. Yes, and Alec and I are just no getting doubt, started. Though we still have to predict our elite eight in the in the yeah. West and our, uh, and our final four national champions. So Noah, yeah. uh, we Good will, luck, boys. obviously this will be kind of the episode that we put out for this week since we're both on spring break now, but we will be back for an episode the week following. Uh, we're going to be in zoom format for the rest of the semester going forward because our Richmond studio is currently under renovation, yes. but, uh, we will be putting an episode early next week to summarize the first round of the tournament and to summarize how Illinois did. But Noah, uh, we'll see you then. It was a pleasure. Colgate, it's going to happen. <laughs> okay. It's gonna All right. Happen. Get out of here. No, it was good to see you, buddy. <laughs> of course, Alec. <laughs> and you too. Well, I guess, you know. <laughs> All right. Yeah, sure. Whatever. All right. See you guys. See, see you, Noah. All right. So, Alec, uh, where were we? We uh, had. Um, we have we were talking about the, the worst. yes. Yeah, so, did do you have Kansas UCLA as well? I also have Kansas UCLA. All right. So this is like this is one of those just uh, it's such a toss up. Um, like know. part of me, like Kansas is you know it just kind of feels like they're that team who could for sure repeat again this season. But at the same time, it's like UCLA. It's just something about them. Like I think they're going to be mad they lost the Pac-12. It's I just. I yeah, think this is where I, I give the it. edge to the Big 12, though. I, I think this is where just it, – it, this would this is probably going to be the best game of the tournament, regardless of the Final Four. I think Kansas-UCLA is the game of the tournament, and I think that Kansas barely – and I mean barely squeaks by the Bruins. I have Kansas getting by UCLA in a very close Elite Eight game. Instant classic. One of the best basketball games someone will watch. I can totally see time. it happening. I'm telling you, well, Will, I've changed my mind multiple times with this matchup already. Um, I'm going to keep it to Kansas right now. Uh, you just have to speak to the conference quality, and Kansas has been able um, – they've been the beneficiary of a very strong Big 12 to come into this game in their repeat campaign to have already played in a lot of those blockbuster-type games. I think Kansas, they've taken a few losses that have knocked down their confidence just a little bit, so they had that right. little bit of extra chip on their shoulder. I think Jaime Hawkes will have a great time on this Jayhawks He's team. Phenomenal. At the same time, you look at this, you look at this Kansas side, you really can't find a lot of faults. You know, in a vacuum, Kansas beats just about any team in the country. Um, and I think they're going to take it over UCLA. So I have Kansas as my only one seed in the final four. Me too. Me too. So, All Alec, right. your one seed is Arizona versus Kentucky and then Xavier versus Kansas. I also have that Xavier, Kansas. We 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 have the exact same teams. Mascots, I should say, in the final four. Wildcat versus Wildcat <laughs> and then Musketeer <laughs> versus Jayhawk. But uh, let's start with Arizona and Kansas and Kansas State for me, then Arizona, Kentucky for you. This game, oof, this is like – you know, it's Big 12 versus Pac-12 once again. This is where the Pac-12 gets the Big 12, though. Kansas State just not ready for the big moment. It's going to be like the first time they're playing in a really big scene like that. 
Kansas State has an awesome run to this point getting here, but Arizona, like I said, just there's something about this team that they didn't do last year. Arizona is, you know, their vet, their leadership and their uh, their their fire that's inside of them gets them to the Monday night game in Houston. Arizona gets by Kansas State, and then this is where Xavier's run comes to an end. I have Kansas going getting to Monday night with a chance to defend their national championship. Okay, so I think with Arizona-Kentucky, we just talked about a classic in Kansas-UCLA. I think this is a case where Arizona matches up well and Kentucky gets into some serious trouble here. Sure. Uh, because you have you have an Umar Bala who's not quite Oscar Shibwe, but Bala Big presence in the paint. Very big, big presence. Big presence. And then Kirk Carissa is an elite facilitator. Absolutely. Tubelas is a great X Factor. You have so many – They have the exact well, same team as last year minus Matherin. They really do. Exactly. They really do. And so I think you look at Arizona, they look poised for a better run. Um, I think they take Kentucky pretty convincingly in that matchup. As far as Xavier, Kansas goes, I know we just sung our praises about Kansas and how, how strong they look, but let's not forget about this Big East. Let's not forget about Absolutely. This Xavier's too. a very strong team. They're an incredibly strong team. And so I think Kansas, I think the pressure finally starts to mount to repeat. Xavier, they're, I wouldn't say they're playing with house money because there's still a lot of expectations with this team with how good this conference has been. But oh, yeah. I think Kansas finally starts to feel that way. And I think Xavier takes wow. down the Jayhawks. Wow. Dethroned. Okay. Dethroned. So you have Xavier, Arizona. I have Kansas, Xavier, Arizona. Arizona. And, Alec, I do have to say the Kansas Jayhawks repeat as national champions. Wow. The Kansas Jayhawks. Wow. It just kind of feels like it's, you know, it's just it feels like there's something there. I, I think Kansas is the team. And get, watch them lose to Illinois now, right? Um, uh, but yeah, I think Kansas is the Arizona, Kansas is a great game, but I think Kansas just a little too much for Arizona, Arizona, just not enough. Like Arizona is meant to be in this game. They're meant to be there. They're played, they played their tails off to get to this point. And you know, like bird is greater than a cat here. I think the Kansas Jayhawks just with their death, Jalen Wilson, Grady Dick gets in there and, you know, I mean, he, he went to Kansas for a reason. So I think no just, this is, it just kind of feels like it's a year that it's meant for a team to repeat after how incredible they were in the Big 12. You know, I, I do have Kansas repeating as a national champion. You're going to give us a score prediction? You know, can't, you know it, Kansas usually wins when they put up numbers. So I'm going to go Kansas – Let's go Kansas 74 to Arizona 65. 74-65. Okay. Yes. All right. Very fair. Uh, between Arizona Xavier, I I just cannot stop. That's such a that's such a fun Arizona. title game. I, I like it, man. It, that's it, a really it, fun yeah. title game. We have we are poised for an excellent uh championship matchup regardless. I mean, if we see any of these teams we've talked so highly about, you know, Absolutely. we'll have a great game. I like. I think I like Arizona here, though. I yeah. think at this point, I think the seniority aids a lot. I, I can think. for sure see it. I can for sure see Arizona beat Kansas. Don't get me wrong. I for sure could. You yeah, for sure. It, it could go either way. Um, but I think Arizona takes this one. I'm going to have them double digit winners actually in this championship game. Really? I've gone ahead and put okay. down 82 to 70 as right. my. So Arizona Wildcats, ironically, the U of A that is not the University of Arkansas. <laughs> will take the crown 
for in a, in a redemption in a redemption year after in a measure of a redemption total, indeed now arizona was my pick last year i had arizona winning it all last year and you know i i just think i really do think that it's arizona's meant to make it's a run this year and but yeah but uh your national champion is Arizona. I have Kansas after beating Arizona in the championship. And, uh, you know, real fast, like we were saying earlier, um, the women's bracket did come out. Uh, we'll do a quick little segment on them. Uh, you know, it's – Illinois uh, got a very interesting draw, Alec. You want to tell us about that? That is – it's brutal for Illinois. And it, that's for a couple of reasons. You look at this Illinois team and – the turnaround they've had is remarkable. And for a first, first tournament appearance coach, in 20 years in Sean Green's exactly. first season, amazing first season. Like you couldn't have asked for anything better. It's so many firsts in terms of just being a good team again, that is competitive. You have had coach Sean Green coming in with this whole new system, whole new approach to the game. This is a majority brand new roster uh, to the university of Illinois. And so what she's done is remarkable, but a transition like this in a size of a program like this is so difficult. And that is shown in the depth that Illinois has. They brought in a lot of great stars to start things off. But as the season has worn on, you notice that Illinois, that, that shine has worn off just a little bit. I think if you look at Illinois midway through the season, this is a way higher seeded team. But tired legs, they set in. And – you look no further. Bryn Shupil, as soon as she goes down, then you really see, yeah, this team this team really has some holes to fill. And they'll do that. This is not necessarily a, wow, Illinois is so bad at not having depth. To come from where they were last season to get to this point is remarkable. But having to play an extra game just to get into the tournament does them no favors whatsoever. Um, so you consider that. It should also be noted, I don't think this is an entirely unfair seed either. I think Illinois at 11 is tough. The biased view of me says, man, they're underestimating Illinois. But you look at it, if you're honest with yourself, a lot of Illinois' allure for being way up there was because they were hanging with the best of them in Indiana and Ohio State uh, back when they had yet to lose. Um, those results have not aged as well. And since then, Illinois – you look at their record against quad one and ranked teams, and it is not great. They have a lot of close losses, but it is a lot of losses. They have a great win over Iowa. Beyond that, do they have a single ranked win? I don't think they do. They don't, no. And, and the games I where think, they could have had a ranked win, you know, it's – Yeah. It's – they kind of blew it. So, you know, you, like – You they, can't they, reward, at they this point, barely season, lose on the road to Indiana, barely lose on the road. I mean, have a lead at halftime against Maryland, then just get blown out of the water in the second half. And, yep. you know, it's, by 17 against Ohio State. Yeah. Wow. So it's, it's, yeah. it's a tough break for Illinois. And is. this is, is, again, not to say that it's over for Illinois. I think they are on a great thing. This is the kind of season that they needed to prove that, you know, there is that fire. This is a program very capable at the highest level. Absolutely. Uh, they've, they've gained a lot of respect this season. So I don't think Illinois makes a deep – I don't think they make a deep run. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked because Mississippi State at an 11 seed is also pretty tough. So that's going to be a hard it one is. for Illinois. It is. Yeah. And Mississippi um, State is 20 and 10 as a team. Illinois 22 and 9. And uh, if they win, they would go on to play Creighton in what would be a South Bend, Indiana bracket. That's true. That is true. 
So yeah, uh, our I mean, our good friend Noah Cowell uh, happened to give us a prediction since he had to leave, and he uh, before we give ours, um, he says that Illinois is able to take down Mississippi State and okay. also take down Creighton. Okay, he, he said that Shauna Green said that Brinshu Pill should be available on Wednesday to play in the first four game, which that does change everything for Illinois. That does change a lot. That and he lot. and he says that with Shoop Hill possibly back, this team gains a huge boost to, and takes pressure off of the guards, which he's absolutely right about. So Noah has Illinois beating Mississippi State and then Creighton, but then falling to Notre Dame. That's very fair. Yeah. I think a 100% Bryn Shoop Hill, I totally agree. You know, we, we called it in Illinois' first game without Bryn Shoop Hill. And just to see – how one-dimensional Illinois becomes. The guards are pressured, and they have no real way to to stretch out the defense without Bryn Shoot-Bill. She is an X-factor. Right. She is a big that can shoot well. And when you don't have that, and your team is built around that kind of transition within the paint, it's a whole different story. And so I have my doubts that Illinois will have a 100% fit Bryn Shoot-Bill if she does play. I think if that's not the case – if she does not play, I think Illinois winning against Mississippi State would be huge and would be a surprise. I think I'm with Brinshu Pill, I'm kind of with no one thinking maybe maybe we get one last bit of magic from Illinois. So without Brinshu Pill, getting beyond the play-in will be an accomplishment. I agree. I think with Brinshu Pill, maybe a couple of games left in the tank. Yeah, I um I'm going to say that Illinois, regardless of if Brinshu Pill comes back or not. It's awesome they got here to the absolutely NCAA tournament. Incredible year for Shauna Green and Co. It was really fun to call a few games too with you. In fact, as a Indeed. play-by-play in color, and uh, you know, yes, sir, it was, a, it was a blast. But uh, unfortunately, I think the spotlight just kind of gets to Illinois here. I want to see Shauna Green win her first ever NCAA tournament game. So she had never won one at Dayton in her tenure there. Sure. Um, I just unfortunately do not see the Atlanta getting by Mississippi State. I think it's just going to be too tough yeah. a matchup. SEC, SEC ball is just a, kind of a different animal in women's basketball. and uh, No doubt about that. I, I think that Illinois is battle-tested. They have the, they have a great chance to – I think if they do beat Mississippi State, they have a great chance to beat Creighton. But I unfortunately do not think the Atlanta are going to be able to get past that first four matchup against Mississippi State. I'll still be tuning in, though. That's going to be – Yes, absolutely. You have to. have to. So I guess while we're on women's basketball, just real quick, I mean, do you take South Carolina or do you take the field? Indiana. <laughs> Indiana. You take Indiana. Indiana. Okay. I've been tempted to take let's, Indiana. Let's, let's get a Big Ten title. Indiana or Iowa. Let's get the Big Ten title this year. <laughs> you know, it's in the script that Caitlin Clark leads Iowa to take down an undefeated South Carolina. Isn't, championship. It? Isn't it? You just yeah. imagine that's what's yeah. going to happen. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Women's ball. It's been fun all season. It's going to be fun to see how it wraps up for both men's and women's. Absolutely. We love the month of March. Love the month of March. The women's game against Mississippi State has not come out with a time and date yet, but it is the first slated game that will take place on Wednesday night in the first four of the women's tournaments. And then the men will be taking on your Arkansas Razorbacks. <laughs> the men will be taking on the eighth ranked Arkansas Razorbacks. 3.30 p.m. Central Time from Des Moines, Iowa on Thursday afternoon. But, Alec, thank you so much for coming on today. It was a Thanks pleasure to have me. you. And um, this was definitely one of my more favorite podcasts we've done, part one and two. We've never done a two-part podcast, but uh, 
these are definitely two longer episodes picking the whole bracket was very fun on here and uh you have a great rest of your night and we'll be seeing you soon alec thank you all for listening will thank you again for having me it's always Absolutely. good to see you talk sports with you man um but yeah what a blast it was to be here looking forward to march Absolutely. Happy March, and we will see you next time on ISN Now.